This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Soto hits it in the air to deep left center field. Veerling's going back. He's going to watch. It's going to go. Another long one. This time off the batter's eye to the left of straightaway center field. And not only has Juan Soto homered twice, he has done so demonstratively here against the Tigers. 463. Now that is his biggest blast of the year. Oh my. Juan Soto, a couple of long home runs as the Padres win it in Detroit 5-4 in their series opener to begin this weekend. Juan Soto, the home run in the first inning to get the scoring started. Another in the third, and the Padres get just enough offense as they hang on to beat the Tigers 5-4. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios as we recap this one on our Padres Radio Network postgame show. Great to have you with us on this Friday evening. lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll go back to Detroit, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. More post-game reaction coming from inside the Padres clubhouse as well. Radio highlights, our nightly awards, out-of-town scoreboard, and much, much more to come as the Padres get a much-needed win after yesterday's disappointing loss in Detroit. Padres with the win improved to 47-51. and 51. Tigers with the defeat dropped to 44-53. and 53. And really, the kind of game that if you're a Padres fan, in spring training you dreamt about with Juan Soto leading the way offensively a couple of home runs that really set the tone in this game and then a close game where the Padres had to rely on the two guys you plan to rely on in the back end of your bullpen going back to last year going back to spring training Robert Suarez and Josh Hader who came in in a one-run game Suarez a 1-2-3 eighth inning Josh Hader a 1-2-3 ninth inning six up six down just like you drew it up all the way back in Arizona during spring training. Robert Suarez, there was no soft landing spot for his 2023 debut, but he looked really, really sharp despite some of his struggles during the minor league rehab assignment. A 1-2-3 inning for Suarez. Same thing for Hayter. And the Padres win a one-run game. This kind of game, let's be honest, has really been a rarity for the Padres this season. Very good win. I think a win that makes you feel pretty good because the type of win that is so often eluded this team here in 2023. They get enough offense, didn't do a great job tacking on as the game went along, but like Jesse and Tony alluded to later in the broadcast, Sometimes you're not going to tack on. Sometimes it's about getting early runs, then getting a good start. The Padres got that from Seth Lugo. Six innings, two runs given up, and then the bullpen shut the door. Nick Martinez gives up the two-run home run, makes it a one-run game. But then it was the guys you've expected all along, Suarez and Hayter, shutting the door in the eighth inning and ninth inning couple of thoughts here before we go to break, and then we'll come back with Bob Melvin with our radio highlights, all that good stuff coming up. But I don't often pat myself on the back, but I'm going to do it a little bit here because a lot of the stuff that we talked about pregame was really evident in this game here today. Factors that played a big role in this win here today. One of the things we talked about pregame, we looked at the records for these two teams. The Padres came in 46 and 51, Tigers at 44 and 52. But the Padres came in a plus 42 run differential, the Tigers at minus 77 in run differential. That's a huge difference, but again, the record's very similar. So We talked about it. What was something that explained that? Well, one of the reasons 
the record in one-run games. The Padres entered today 5-16 in one-run games this season. The Tigers entered today 15-12 in one-run games. So that was a huge reason that these two teams, despite that really, really different kind of run differential, have very similar records. We know the close games have been a problem all season long for the Padres for a variety of reasons, and the Padres improved to 6-16 six and 16 in one-run games. This, again, was the rare type of game the Padres have won this season in a one-run game where the bullpen late had to shut the door, and they did. So that was really, really good to see. The other two things we talked about pregame. In my keys to the game, key number two, I said the Padres need a little bit more from Juan Soto. Had a big home run to get the scoring started on Tuesday in Toronto. But remember, Juan Soto had entered this game just 6-for-40 in his last 12 games. And I said the Padres could use some RBIs, a home run or two from Juan both today and really throughout this series. And what do you know? At his first two at-bats, he had more than 900-plus feet worth of home run. Solo home run in the first inning, got the scoring started. Two-run home run in the third. Padres would get a two-run triple from Jake Cronenworth in the first inning. That was all the offense for the Padres in this game. But Soto had two home runs. They were majestic home runs, and the Padres did indeed get even more than a little bit more from Juan Soto in this series opener. And speaking of Jake Cronenworth, my What to Watch For segment, I said, can a return to his home state get Jake Cronenworth going? Cronenworth grew up in St. Clair, Michigan, went to the University of Michigan. It's been a tough year for Jake. We know that. Well, in the first inning, it's a two-run triple. So a return to the state of Michigan did get Jake Cronenworth going with that big hit in that first inning. So uh, look, and I'll take it one step forward uh, further. The starting pitching, I said a big key for both teams, and the Padres got a good start today. Another quality outing from Seth Lugo. Six innings and two runs given up. So a lot of the things we talked about pregame came to fruition in this series opening win for the Padres on this Friday evening. And don't you love it when the Padres are playing a, an Eastern time zone game and they win it as you enter the weekend? It's not even 6.30 p.m. Padres already have a one-run win under their belt. You got to love it. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we have all the radio highlights for you. We'll recap it in its entirety. Also go back to Detroit, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. And a reminder, the only place to hear post-game reaction here tonight, especially with the TV side, was Apple TV. Only place to hear Bob Melvin's post-game reaction is right here. 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. Much more to come as the Padres win it 5-4. to four. Our post-game show continues after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Our post-game show continues here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. Padres win it 5-4 over the Tigers in Detroit as the Padres take their series opener to open up this weekend. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Friday evening. Hope you had a great day of work. Hope you're having a good, safe trip wherever you might be going. Looking out the window here in the studios at the highway, you see some traffic still. So uh, still a little bit of rush hour here and happy to keep you company on our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. If you're just joining us, Padres win it 5-4. to four. We'll go back to Detroit, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a few minutes. But first, let's recap how this one went down in Detroit. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. Tigers starting pitcher Reese Olsen got the first two outs of the game, but then it was Juan Soto. This guy, uh, he's the real deal. Certainly possible, at least. As Soto sent one high and deep 
to right center field. A lot of room out there, and it's going to go. A home run for Juan Soto to the very deepest part of very big Comerica Park. I tell you what, regardless of whether they had moved the fences in or not, this ball was tanked. 447 feet for Juan Soto. Manny Machado then walks. Xander Bogarts reached on an infield single. Then the Michigan man, Jake Cronenworth, dug in. 1-0 to Jake, who grew up watching these guys. And he sends one in the air to deep center field. Veerling's racing back to the wall. Leaps up, makes the catch, and slams into the fence and drops it. Both runs are going to score. Cronenworth's on his way to third. And he'll stop there with a two-run triple. So the Padres had an early 3-0 lead after just a half inning. Seth Lugo put together a scoreless first inning and then faced major trouble in the bottom of the second. Bases loaded, nobody out. Lugo then struck out the next two and induced a ground out to end the inning. Padres still led 3-0 in the third. Fernando Tatis Jr. led off with an infield single. Next up, Mr. Juan Soto. To a pitch, Soto hits it in the air to deep left center field. Veerling's going back. He's going to watch. It's going to go. Another long one. This time off the batter's eye to the left of straightaway center field. And not only has Juan Soto homered twice, he has done so demonstratively here against the Tigers. 463. Now that is his biggest blast of the year. Oh, my. Oh my indeed, in the span of just three innings, Juan Soto had more than 900 feet of home runs. That was also his team leading 19th home run of the season. Meanwhile, Seth Lugo settled in, a scoreless third, a scoreless fourth inning. But with the Padres leading 5-0, it was Zach McKinstry who led off in the fifth. 1-1 pitch, hit in the air to deep right field. Fernando turns around, races back, looks up, and it's just over the fence. A home run. Line drive shot to right for Zach McKinstry. Seventh home run of the season, and the Tigers are on the board. It's 5-1. to one. Padres still led 5-1, heading bottom six. Javi Baez hit a one-out triple against Lugo. He scored on a sack fly. The Padres' lead was cut to 5-2. to two. Lugo went six innings and gave up just those two runs. The Padres' National League leading 46th quality start of the season. Meanwhile, the Padres' offense wasn't adding on. Nick Martinez entered for the bottom of the seventh inning. Padres still up 5-2. to two. He gave up a leadoff single. With a one-out, it was Riley Green. One pitch, and that's it in the air to deep right field. Fernando's backing up. He's going to watch. It's going to go. A two-run homer for Riley Green, his seventh of the year. And don't go anywhere. It's 5-4. to four. Padres then didn't score in the top of the eighth inning. So San Diego still led 5-4 to four as Robert Suarez entered in the bottom half of the eighth, his very first appearance of the season. Suarez came in, got three ground balls, a 1-2-3 inning on just 11 pitches, exactly what the doctor ordered for Robert Suarez. We went to the bottom half of the ninth inning. Padres still leading just 5-4. to four. Josh Hader came on looking for save number 24. He got a pop out, a fly out the center, and then it was Miguel Cabrera who pinched it for Zach McKinstry, representing the tying run with two men away. One, two, swing and a miss. Got him with a slider. And Cabrera strikes out to end the game as Josh Hader slams the door and the pods take game one here in Detroit. Hold on for a final of 5-4. All five runs scored in the first three innings, but that would be enough as the Padre bullpen does enough. Padres, the early 5-0 lead. Seth Lugo, six innings, two runs given up. The bullpen a little bit shaky at first, but like we said earlier, the kind of win you dreamt of in spring training with Robert Suarez and Josh Hader getting the final six out, six up, six set aside, and the Padres get a very important one-run win to begin this series in Detroit. Again, the Padres now 47-51. and 51. Tigers drop to 44-53, and 53, and the Padres get their sixth one-run win of the season. Good to see what Juan Soto did, the two home runs, number 18 and number 19, and you can't say enough about what the bullpen did in this one with Suarez and Hader combining to slam the door shut in the eighth and the ninth. Let's go back to Comerica Park in Detroit. Here's some post-game reaction from Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. It was supposed to be hard to hit a ball up center field here. 
make one. Apparently not. So when he squares one up, probably go out anywhere. But I think it gets everybody's attention a little bit. They've moved in dimensions here from the beginning, but it's still out there in big part of the ballpark. you got to score up pretty good. For him to kind of combine the power and the patience that he does, what do you kind of make of the way each plays off each other? One of a kind. So, I mean, you know he's going to take his walks. If you don't throw it over the plate, you throw it over the plate. He's got a chance to take it deep, so it's a pretty good combination. That version of Juan Soto, as you guys try to become better yourself, what can that do for you? It's huge. I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing getting on base, and it's another thing, you know, driving in some runs, especially in the three-hole. And I think he's a little more comfortable there. There's some more guys on typically when you're in the three-hole. So uh, you look at his track record and you look at his numbers, it's, it's something he's done most of his career. You probably would have loved it if you didn't have to, but you got to see Suarez tonight. Yep. Wasn't a soft landing, eighth inning, one-run lead. But, you know, based on what we saw, looked at a little bit on, on rehab, it's a whole different level here. So. I think, you know, in talking to him afterward, too, the intensity ramps up quite a bit. Well, he was 99 or whatever and had good command of his change-up. So it's, when you rehab and you're a big leader like him, it's it's one thing, but just getting him ready and making sure, you know, his arms sound when he gets here and then the intensity ramps up. We've talked some about the, the struggles in close games. How much would he, having him do for those? You saw it tonight. So it's a one-run game. You know, we use Nick in the seventh give up a couple runs and now it's a one run game in the eighth and that's that's typically last year was a great recipe for us those two we feel good about eighth and ninth inning no matter what the score is even if it's a one run game what do you think of Lugo good I mean I didn't think he was going to get us to the sixth you know or through the sixth we had Nick up Um, you know after the third and then the fourth I was he was thinking more five but you know, the fifth was as efficient as he'd been and was able to give us the sixth, so that ended up being key for us as well. Did he kind of, uh, something happened when the bases were loaded, where he... Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. You're trying to just limit the damage and maybe come away with a run, but to get back-to-back strikeouts and then a ground ball, I mean, that's, it certainly gets your attention. When you have a lead like that, and all of a sudden you can give it up pretty quickly, um, you know, it looked like he stepped it up that inning. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse at Comerica Park in Detroit following this 5-4 win for the Padres in this series opener against the Tigers. Sam Levitt back with you inside our San Diego studios. A lot of good stuff there from Bob Melvin. You heard Bob talk about the second inning. And when you look at Seth Lugo's start, that really was a key part of it. Bases loaded, nobody out. Padres have a 3 nothing lead at that point. Lugo bounces back to strike out to get a ground out and make it a scoreless frame. That was a big part of Seth Lugo's outing. And we'll dive even deeper into Lugo's outing a little bit later. We'll dive even deeper into the performances of Robert Suarez and Josh Hader. You heard a lot there about Robert Suarez, what it means to get him back. The other thing you heard about there was was Juan Soto, who had a big night, two home runs, solo shot in the first inning, two-run home run in the third. They were both just majestic home runs, one to right, one to left center, really right center and left center. I mean, you know, you heard from Bob Melvin there, and I thought it was a really good point, that it's the mix of the power and the patience that makes Juan Soto so very special. And you look at his numbers right now over the course of the season. And I know there's been talk about, you know, Juan and, and the OPS, and not necessarily for me, but, you know, from, from lots of people about, uh, you know, he, he's so good with his eye at the plate. Can he be a little bit more aggressive? Can he drive in some more runs? And and we talked about it pregame. You would like to see some more run-producing hits was my point pregame. The Padres could really use that from him. Well, Tonight was a really good example of that, and it is that mix of power and patience that makes him so special. And you zoom out on his numbers. He's hitting two he He's got 19 home runs now, 57 RBIs, 23 doubles. He's got a four twenty-three on base percentage and nine twenty-seven OPS, which is amongst the best in Major League Baseball. Look, he's got this really unique ability to to be able to do what he did in the power department with the home runs here today, but also always have that eye at the plate and always draw walks. And he leads Major League Baseball in walks by 20, 30 walks. I mean, it's not even close. So it is really a unique ability to have that kind of eye, but also 
have the kind of power he has, and it was on full display in this game. I mean, again, 900-plus feet were the home runs in the first three innings. They were just mammoth blasts, and uh, Juan Soto set the tone. Padres got five early runs in the first three innings. You were wondering as the game went along, uh uh-oh, is this going to be the same kind of game where the Padres don't add on, the bullpen falters, and we're talking on the postgame show about, A, the, the offense not adding on, and B, the bullpen being unable to hold the lead. But again, the big difference in this game was the guy the Padres had in the eighth inning. And Robert Suarez, during the rehab assignments, whether it was in Arizona, whether it was Lake Elsinore, whether it was AAA El Paso, didn't look, well, I shouldn't say he didn't look great, because I'm going to be honest, I didn't see a single pitchy through with my own two eyes on MILB TV or anything like that. But the results were not great as far as the hits given up, some runs given up. Tell you what, he looked really, really sharp in his 2023 debut. Fastball was coming out of his hand wonderfully, hitting 98, hitting 99. To me, it looked a lot like the Robert Suarez we saw in the second half of last year and in the postseason. And if that is the version of Robert Suarez the Padres are getting, certainly it looked that way here tonight in his season debut. That is an enormous deal for this team And this bullpen, that was a big difference in this game. You had the guys you've been wanting all along in this kind of game, a one-run game, going to the eighth inning, going to the ninth inning. You had Suarez and Hayter, and guess what? They delivered six up, six down. Like I said earlier, that was the bullpen and the back end of the bullpen that you dreamt of when Suarez was extended in the offseason and when spring training began, and Juan Soto leading the way offensively, Jake Cronenworth, the two-run triple. Again, all in all, a lot of things to like in this game, and the Padres very get a, a very good one-run win, 5-4 to four, over the Tigers. We'll step aside, come back with much more, may have some additional post-game reaction coming from the Padres Clubhouse, plus our nightly awards, out-of-town scoreboard, and much, much more to, uh, to dig into, uh, including your phone calls. We'll uh, get into the phones a little bit later. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Phone number again, 833-288-0973. If you would prefer to get involved on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at me, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well. Same handle there. What did you think about this game? What did you think about Juan Soto, the bullpen? What'd you like? What left a little something to be desired? Let me know. May just interact with your tweet or your message live here on the air. Padres beat the Tigers 5-4. to Postgame continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Padres win it 5-4 to four over the Detroit Tigers. As we wrap this one up, still a lot to do. We'll take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard we'll hear from. Tonight's starting pitcher, Seth Lugo, in just a moment. Dive into his outing. If you want to get involved on the phones, you can do that. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that by tweeting at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. And uh, if you want to get involved on Instagram, DM me, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. And uh, let me know what you think about this ball game here today. What you think about the way Juan Soto played, Seth Lugo pitched, the bullpen, the mix of Suarez and Hader. Let me know. May just interact with your tweet or your DM live here on the air. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's 
Ace Pitcher of the Game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Runner will go on three and two. Pitch to Rogers is taken and right down the middle. Strike three called. Six strikeouts for Seth Lugo in four shutout innings. Seth Lugo, our ace pitcher of the game in this one. Six innings, two runs given up, seven strikeouts, three walks, six hits allowed, 99 pitches, and all in all, it was the 46th quality start for the Padres here in 2023. And the first time Seth Lugo has ever faced the Detroit Tigers, but again, whether it's Lugo, whether Snell, who wasn't great yesterday, but battled his way through five innings, one run given up, you Darvish, Wednesday, six innings, No runs allowed against the Blue Jays. Musgrove, six innings, one run on Tuesday against Toronto. The starting pitching for the Padres continues to be really, really impressive. And Seth Lugo continues to be pretty impressive so far this season. Good outing for Seth Lugo, and he's our ace pitcher of the game. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Lugo Got in a big jam in the in the uh, second inning, and this was a, a big part of his outing. That's the uh, second inning. Just to recap, what went down: Matt Veerling leadoff single, then Javi Baez grounded one up the middle. It got through into center. Remember the error by Trent Grisham, who tried to pick it up with the bare hand. Uh, I think he was trying to see if he could get Veerling at third base, but it went behind him. Baez went to uh, second base, and then mates on the walk. So. All in all, bases loaded, nobody out. But then Seth Lugo really bounced back, struck out one, struck out two, and then got a ground out from Zach McKinstry to end the inning. Bases loaded, nobody out. It was a scoreless inning for Seth Lugo. And that really set the tone. He worked around a two-out walk in the third, one-out single in the fourth inning, gave up the leadoff home run to McKinstry in the fifth. That made it a 5-1 game, no big deal. Gives up the one-out triple to Baez in the third. Sack fly made it 5-2. But again, six innings, two runs given up. No way to complain. Complained about that, and when he did get in trouble, limited the damage. And again, in that second inning, that was major in this game. At that point, it's only a three nothing game, and you can have an outing that can really go a very different way if Lugo uh, gets in major trouble in that second and gives up runs, and it becomes an ugly inning. But to Lugo's credit, he really bared down in that second inning. Let's go back to Detroit. Hear from Seth Lugo. He begins by talking about that second inning, how he got out of the jam. Um, you know, uh, really, um, you know, with no outs, bases loaded, um, you know, I know the guys are being aggressive, so, uh, really just try to be more aggressive than they are. So, you know, work some fastballs in and, uh, you know, really make sure to execute breaking balls. That fastball at the bottom of the zone is big for you today in some of those spots. Why was that working as well as it was? Um, you know, I think anytime, uh, you know, uh, hitters are respecting the curveball, they got to see something up. So the fastball down just works. That's you sort of, I know you take advantage of their aggressive. That's you changing a mindset a little bit too, right there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, especially with the, you know, uh, I think it was still 3 nothing at the time. Um, you know, challenge the guys early until, you know, we get in jam and then reserve away from there. What do you think of those bombs to center field by Soto? But uh, I'm not pitching against them. <laughs> That was a funny ending there for Seth Lugo. Uh, asked about the home runs by Juan Soto and said, I'm glad I'm not pitching against him. I'm sure everybody for the Padres felt that way here today with the way Soto was barreling up those baseballs. That was Seth Lugo talking about how he got out of that inning in the second. And again, a very good outing for Seth Lugo. Six innings and just the two runs given up. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. May have some additional post-game reaction coming your way from the Padres Clubhouse in Detroit. We'll take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. And again, if you want to get involved, phone number to call 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. Post-game show continues after this. The Padres beat the Tigers 5-4 to on the Padres Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. win their series opener in Detroit. The final score, San Diego 5 and Detroit 4. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios here on the Padres Radio Network. Welcome back into our post-game show as we recap this one. Padres get a very good win, a one-run win against the Tigers. We know those one-run games, they've been tough this season for the Padres, but the big difference in this game, well, one of them having Robert Suarez in the back end of that bullpen. We'll dive more into Robert Suarez, what he did in this game in just a moment. We'll also hear from Padres outfielder Juan Soto, who had two home runs in this game coming up in just a little bit as well. We'll hear some post-game reaction from Juan Soto, so still a lot to get to on our post-game coverage. If you want to get involved, you can do that by calling me, 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. If you want to get involved on Twitter or Instagram, you can do that by tweeting at me, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Or if you want to DM me on Instagram, you can do that as well. I'm going to scroll through my DMs during that next uh, break coming up and uh, let me know what you thought about this game here today. Twitter, Instagram may just interact with your tweet or your message live here on the air. The bullpen, a big story in today's 5-4 win. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org. Pitch on the way and a ground ball to second base. Kim backs up on it. He's got it. Gets rid of it quickly in time. And three straight ground ball outs for Robert Suarez here in his 2023 debut. Big game Bob is back. Robert Suarez, his 2023 debut, finally. Well worth it. Well worth the wait, I suppose you could say. One, two, three inning. Drama free. Suarez throwing in that inning. 11 pitches, eight for strikes. Looked very, very sharp. And did exactly what you would want Robert Suarez to do. A one-run game, one, two, three, eighth inning. Josh Hader, a one, two, three, ninth inning. I thought this would be the case. I did put out our poll on Twitter. Who's our Padres Radio Network relief pitcher of the game? Gave you two options, Robert Suarez and Josh Hader. The overwhelming winner was Robert Suarez, who collected more than 86% of the vote. And I agree, Robert Suarez, our relief pitcher of the game. So good to see Suarez Back out there for the Padres. And again, you talk about one-run wins, one-run games. The Padres, even after today's game, just 6-16 six and 16 this season in one-run games. They're now just 18-29 and 29 in one- or two-run games. I don't think it's crazy to say, and I'm not just basing this off the performance here tonight. And, you know, let's see what Robert Suarez does the rest of the way. But assuming that it's some version close to the Robert Suarez we saw in the second half and in the postseason last year, I think it's really safe to say that record in one and two run games would be better if Robert Suarez were healthy at the very start of the year. I I really think that. That's how good he's been for this team since joining this team and... So far, one for one in eighth innings. One, two, three frames. So good to see Robert Suarez back. And maybe no coincidence that you get Suarez back and now you have Suarez and Hader in the back end of that bullpen and you win a one-run game the first time that Robert Suarez pitches this year. And you know what? Give Robert Suarez a lot of credit. You know, Bob Melvin talked earlier this week about trying to potentially find a soft landing spot for Suarez. So his first appearance in the major leagues this season wasn't in a high leverage spot. Well, 
There was no opportunity for that. Padres needed him in a one-run game in the eighth, and he came in in the role that you expect him to be in this season and moving forward, and he was dynamite. So shout-out to Robert Suarez. Great job in this ball game. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. This guy, uh, he's the real deal. Certainly possible, at least. As Soto sends one high and deep to right center field. A lot of room out there, and it's going to go. A home run for Juan Soto to the very deepest part of very big Comerica Park. I tell you what, regardless of whether they had moved the fences in or not, this ball was tanked. It was 447 feet. It wouldn't be the longest home run, though, that Soto would hit in this game. Our player of the game here tonight, Juan Soto. Two home runs, a walk as well, three RBIs. Home runs 18 and 19 on the year. He overtakes Manny Machado. For the home run lead, Soto all alone. 19 home runs for the Padres this season to lead the way. Great night for Juan. Set the tone early, and the home runs end up being part of the story offensively. And enough. Padres scored five runs in the opening three innings. They did not add on. You would have liked to see them add on, if we're being honest. Didn't happen, but you know what? You got to win these games like this sometimes, where you get early offense, you get a great start, and the bullpen has to say, you know what? We're shutting the door. Nick Martinez gives up the two-run home run in the seventh, but then Suarez and Hader go six up, six down in the final two innings. Juan Soto, the two home runs, our player of the game. Speaking of Juan Soto, we'll hear from Juan. When we come back, we'll go back to Detroit, hear some post-game reaction from inside the Padres Clubhouse, plus take one final look at the out-of-town scoreboard, wrap this one up, get you ready for Game 2 of this series at Comerica Park in Detroit tomorrow. Padres win it 5-4 to four over the Tigers, and if you want to get a phone call, then you still can. I'm a little shocked on a... Friday evening pretty early here. We've got uh, plenty of phone lines open if you want to get involved. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call as always. Padres win it 5-4 to four in Detroit. Postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Single, single walk, but now back-to-back Ks. 0-2 pitch, grounded to the right side. To his left, Kim's got a big hop. Quick throw to first in time, and the inning is over. Tigers had the bases loaded. Nobody out. They do not score. Seth Lugo getting out of a big-time jam in the second inning. A big part of the story in this 5-4 win for the Padres against the Tigers in Detroit. Sam Levitt with you on our Padres Radio Network postgame show as we wrap this one up. Padres win this series opener. They'll go for a second straight win and a series win tomorrow at Comerica Park. More on that matchup coming up in just a little while. Still a lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a few minutes. We'll also hear our play of the game. A lot to choose from in this one. Juan Soto, a couple of home runs, one in the first inning, one in the third, 18-19 and 19 on the year for Juan Soto. Seth Lugo, terrific in this game. Another quality start for Padres pitching. Six innings, two runs given up, and... 
It was a great day for the Padres bullpen. Robert Suarez, Josh Hader, the pair you dreamt of in spring training with the eighth inning, the ninth inning, six up, six down. Suarez getting thrown right into a big-time spot in the eighth in his season debut. He used 11 pitches, a very quick and easy one, two, three inning. Exactly how Bob Melvin in a one-run game would want to draw things up in the back end of his bullpen. So really from a number of different perspectives, this was a very good win for the Padres. The only blemish I think you could really point to was the offense not adding on. They got Five runs in the first three innings, the two home runs by Soto, the two-run triple by Jake Cronenworth that made it a 3-0 game in the first inning. Padres did not add on after leading 5-0, but I thought Jesse and Tony talked about it really nicely towards the end of the broadcast. Look, we've talked about the offense not adding on many nights here on the postgame show, but sometimes you got to take an early lead and just win that game with the early lead. And if you want to really look at it this way, Padres led 5-2, to two, heading to the seventh inning, flipping things over to their bullpen after Lugo's six innings. You know what? Sometimes the bullpen has to take a three-run lead and shut the door. And Martinez gives up the two-run home run, does worry a little bit because his struggles continue. But, again, the big difference in this game, having Suarez and then having Hader, who's been so good this year, six up, six down, to shut the door and again for a bullpen it's about can you hold that lead a three-run lead with nine outs to get in the Padres bullpen did ultimately do that so if the Padres are going to go on the kind of run they need to go on in order to make the postseason we all know what's uh, ahead here and what they need to do well they've got to win a lot of games like this one run games close games and a big part of that will be just having a lead in the late innings and saying to your bullpen Go protect it. And the Padres ultimately, even though it got a little scary there when it got to one run, they ultimately did that in this game. And uh, for that, uh, you're pretty thankful here today that the uh, Padres were able to hang on. All right, we'll have a much more, again, out-of-town scoreboard, play of the game. If you want to squeeze a phone call in, you can do that. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Again, phone number 833-288-0973. Let's go back to Comerica Park in Detroit inside the Padres Clubhouse. Here from Juan Soto, who had two home runs in this win over the Tigers. I really just tried to don't do too much. Just try to touch it, hit it to the middle, try to drive it. Um, I tried to calm myself down, just don't get too big, just try to hit it to the middle, and that's when the ball jumps out of my back. This is a place where it's it's not easy to hit the ball out to center field. Like So is that is that really the key, to not try and do too much? Because if, if, I imagine if you do, it's going to be easy to fall into that trap. Well, that, that's that's what it works with me. Every time I try to hit a 500 feet, just missing balls and hitting hard ground balls and things like that, instead of going nice and easy and try to drive it, and that's when my power show up. How do you explain the way your your power and patience also kind of play together? You work that walk later, like force the guy to come to you, and so that when you do get those pitches, what you can do with them. That's the, that's mainly what you try to do, you know. Uh, I know I hit those two homers. Uh, I wasn't expecting to get a walk. I, I was aggressive too, but definitely I got to get my pitch. Uh, that's why I try to go to the play controlling that. But at the end of the day, uh, I don't try to chase through their pitches. Start to swing on my pitches. If I'm if I'm swinging on my pitches and I missed it, I get out. That's fine. But whenever I chase those pitches where where they make great pitches, that that's when it, it gets me a little frustrated and stuff like that. But definitely, I just try to control that bat the whole time. You've led the team in a lot of categories all year, but like I've sensed also that maybe you've been a little disappointed in how some of the things have gone. Like, what could you have done better this year to have? satisfied yourself? I mean, just win games at the end of the day, you know? Like like I say, I, uh, we all try to put the stats up there and try to do our best, but at the end of the day, if you don't get the win, you just like, you feel just, you're just working for nothing. And that's that's that's, that's what I'm thinking. You just try to win games. You just help myself and help everybody out. And, you know, you just try to win games and go to win a championship. That's that's all it matters at the end of the day. You can put a triple all right, that was uh, Juan Soto from the Padres clubhouse inside uh, the the clubhouse in Detroit as the Padres win it by a final score of five to four. A lot of good stuff there from Juan Soto talking about 
uh, his uh, patience at the plate, talking about what he was looking for. And you know what? Look, he's a guy who, like we said earlier, you know, doesn't always necessarily try to hit home runs. He always has that patient approach. And look, it's a big part of the hitter. He is the on-base percentage. What really makes Juan Soto Juan Soto? What makes him as a young hitter so very special? It really is the patience, the eye, all of it. But he also has the ability to do what he did in this game and hit home runs and hit him a long way. The 463 feet he had on the second home run in the third That was tied for the second longest home run of his career. The longest was actually 466 in 2020 uh, when he was with the Nationals. So he missed his career long by three feet. (laughs) Pretty impressive for Juan Soto. And uh, the two home runs, certainly a big part of what the offense did in this game. And uh, very good to see what Juan Soto did. Again, home runs 18 and 19 led the way on the offensive end. Padres got great starting pitching and great work out of the back end of the bullpen as they win this series opener in Detroit. Let's take a look at what's gone on around the major leagues with the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Take a look at the Out of Town Scoreboard. We have a number of finals already, number of games going on right now. Guardians beat the Phillies 6-5 in Cleveland earlier. Guardians uh, scoring a couple in the first inning, and they hang on for a one-run win. Nationals beat the Giants 5-3 in Washington, D.C. Yankees hung on for a 5-4 win against the Royals in New York. Labor Torres, a solo home run in that one for the Yankees. It was the Rockies over the Marlins 6-1 in Miami. Rays beat the Orioles 3-0 in Tampa Bay. So those two teams now tied again for first place in the American League East. Isak Paredes, a home run in that game for Tampa. Cubs beat the Cardinals 4-3 in Chicago. Cody Bellinger, a two-run home run in that game for the Cubs. Everything else going on right now. Games going on around the majors. Reds beating the Diamondbacks 9-6 in Cincinnati. Ninth inning in Cincinnati right now. Nets and the Red Sox in the midst of a rain delay. Nets leading 4-3 in Boston at Fenway Park. Fourth inning there. That rain delay has been going on a while. We saw that game. uh, We saw it on the TVs here in the studio. The tarp being put on. Could have been a couple of hours ago, really. That was a while ago. So it's been a lengthy rain delay between the Mets and the Red Sox. Dodgers trailing the Rangers 5-4 in Arlington in the seventh inning. Braves ahead of the Brewers 6-4 in Milwaukee in the eighth. Twins leading the White Sox 9-4 in Minnesota in the eighth inning. Pirates and the Angels are scoreless in the third in Anaheim. Astros beating the A's 1-0 in the third. And the Blue Jays and the Mariners scoreless in the first inning in Seattle. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Friday in the Major Leagues. And before we go, we will take a look at the standings because with the Phillies losing... And the Giants losing and the Padres winning. Yes, the Padres have picked up some ground entering this weekend. We'll update you on that in just a second. First, let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Soto hits it in the air to deep left center field. Veerling's going back. He's going to watch. It's going to go. Another long one. This time off the batter's eye to the left of straightaway center field. And not only has Juan Soto homered twice, he has done so demonstratively here against the Tigers. 463. Now that is his biggest blast of the year. Oh, my. Play of the game, Juan Soto's second home run. We had our pick. The first one in the first inning or the second one in the third. Now the second one went longer, right? 463, so why not the second one? Our play of the game. What a night for Juan Soto. Good stuff for Juan, and the Padres hang on for for a 5-4 win against the Tigers in this series opener. Taking a look at the wild card standings right now, and uh, this is how it looks for the Padres at the end of tonight. Padres pick up a full game. That's because the Phillies lost and the Giants lost right now, and Arizona's still playing. But the Diamondbacks have the number one wild card spot, Giants the number two, Phillies 
the final and third wildcard spot. Padres now five and a half games out of that final spot with the Phillies losing earlier today. So, Padres again five and a half out. Do they have work to do? Yes. But five and a half games on July 21st. That is not insurmountable at all. And if you're the Padres, we talked yesterday about this 10-game stretch, including today, leading up to the trade deadline. Every game is so, so critical. Padres begin that 10-game stretch we've talked about with a very nice one-run win in this game here today. Taking a look at the rest of this series, including Game 2 of this series tomorrow. First pitch tomorrow at 310 here in San Diego, 210 Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show start time. Right hander Matt Manning on the mound for Detroit. Right now, it is TBA for the Padres to be announced. But we do know this if you missed it earlier, Jackson Wolf, young left hander who's had very good numbers at Double A San Antonio, is in Detroit. He was inside the Padres clubhouse. Earlier today, not activated yet, Bob Melvin was asked about Wolf and what the role will be for him, and Bob Melvin said there was a good chance you'll see him show up in the game tomorrow. Did not commit to starting him earlier. I would think there's a fairly good chance he may start the game. Maybe not. I'm sure we'll find out more about that uh, later on tonight or into tomorrow, but keep that name in mind for tomorrow. Jackson Wolf, again, Bob Melvin seemed to allude to the idea that he could show up in the game tomorrow, you never know if he'll start. Maybe he won't. Maybe he will. Um, but I would think the fact that he's here with a rotation spot open would at least indicate that he will pitch in some capacity tomorrow to make his major league debut up from Double A San Antonio. So stay tuned for that. That's the pitching situation for tomorrow right now. And again, Matt Manning, who was part of a combined no-hitter a couple of weeks ago on the mound for Detroit. 310 first pitch, 210 pregame start time here on 97.3 The Fan in the Padres Radio Network. And I do want to remind you now, the series finale on Sunday is early, like really early, even earlier than usual <laughs> for an East Coast Day game. 9.05 a.m. first pitch on Sunday. We will be on the air at 8.05 for the Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show on Sunday morning. I had somebody ask me earlier today, is that the earliest you've been on? The answer is no. Last year, early in the year, we had a game in Atlanta, and first pitch was at 8.35 a.m. here in San Diego, I believe. So I was on the air at 7.35 for Padres baseball with the pregame coverage. So not that early, but pretty close. 8.05 a.m. with the pregame, 9.05 first pitch on Sunday. So just get that in your calendar now because if you're somebody who likes to sleep late on a Sunday, relax, catch up on your rest. Well, if you want to see the Padres game on Sunday, don't wake up at 11 a.m. The game might be almost over. So again, 9.05 a.m. first pitch on Sunday. But first things first, 3.10 first pitch tomorrow for game two of this three-game series in Detroit. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Padres, five runs, nine hits, one error. They left on six. For the Tigers, four runs, eight hits, no errors. They left on six as well. Winning pitcher, Seth Lugo, who improves to four and four. Losing pitcher was Matt Olson. Not Matt Olson, Reese Olson. <laughs> Matt Olson plays for the Braves. Reese Olson, who drops to one and four, he was the loser in this game here today. The save goes to Josh Hader, number twenty-four on the season for Hader. Time of game: a quick one, two hours and thirty-three minutes in the crowd at Comerica Park in Detroit, twenty-eight thousand eight hundred and thirty-four. If you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, on the Odyssey app, or wherever you hear your podcasts. Catch up on what Bob Melvin, what Seth Lugo, and what Juan Soto had to say after today's game. Until tomorrow, for our great studio coordinator, Nick DiNucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Padres 5 and the Tigers 4. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.